Tire Power. Think safety this month. Get the five-minute tyre safety check at your local Tire Power. Mourn Team Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for all your class-leading Kia vehicles and servicing. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go! Three minutes past seven. Good morning to you. Happy Tuesday. 22 degrees today, nice and sunny across Adelaide as the sun is shining. Looking out the window of uh, Studio Lumo here, powered by Lumo Energy SA. Mark Bickley still to come on the show. Sam Jacobs is going to join us. Also, Adam Cooney very soon to talk all things trade. Uh, and I think we should talk a little bit of footy because um, there's a lot going on. There's also a lot of silence. There's what would you say, almost 36 hours until it all wraps up the mm-hmm. trade. Port Adelaide waiting on a handful of players to see what's happening there with yeah. Soldo, with Sweet, with Radigalia, with Zerk Thatcher. You feel like uh, Radigalia, Asava Radigalia and Geelong, that's the linchpin or the domino that has mm. to fall first. Once I think if, if Port Adelaide had to rank in um, sort of their preference of trades importance. That's the number one. So they need to get that one. And the minute that falls, you just feel like the Jordan Sweet one will fall into place. And and even the Brandon Zerk Thatcher one, it looks like uh, his management have have are firm enough to say, we're not coming back to Essendon. Do the deal or we'll just walk through to the pre-season draft and somehow we'll, we'll organise ourselves to get to Port Adelaide, which generally happens as a rule. So uh, you just feel like Port Adelaide and Geelong have to get themselves organised and try and smash that deal out. And the sooner they can do that, that might create the domino effect for a number of other deals. I think Kane Corns agrees with you. This is what he had to say about Port's situation. They can't win the Premiership unless they get these deals done, Jono. The depth isn't there. Now, when you look at it in, in totality or you look at it individually and you go, is Brandon Cirk Thatcher going to be the difference between Port Adelaide winning a premiership? No, he's not. Is Jordan Sweet individually? No, he's not. Is Radaglia? Well, m- maybe, but across the board, if they got the four, and I, I think it is the four, I think it's Soldo, Sweet, Radaglia, and Zerk Thatcher that they need to pull off. Mm. I don't know whether that's realistic or not, but Jono, that is a team that is under the pump in terms of for Ken Hinckley and the club and the long time it's been between playing in a grand final and winning one, if they can't get these four deals done in the next three days, they can't win the premiership. Mark Bickley, let's head into our Tuesday wash-up. Paramount Browns, the scrap metal people, and find out what you learned. SCNSA Breakfast, top five things we've learned. Okay, this is where we're starting. Number one, the season's back on for the 36ers. And, of course, Trenton Flowers. What a performance from him on the weekend. He went on a spree, a three-point shooting spree. 18 points in the last quarter, including this one. McCarran, spin move. Flowers for three. He couldn't. Oh, yes, he can. Red hot. Take a bow, young man. Oh, yeah. This crowd are on their feet for one man. Trenton Flowers. Mm, and didn't they need that back? Oh, not back. Uh, just starting on the winners list now. So mm. two big home games coming up Thursday and again on Saturday. So let's hope everyone gets Big by. tests as well, Bix, on Thursday against the Phoenix. But um, the Wildcats are one of, if not the favourites, to take out the championship 
this season. They have another next star, uh, Frenchman Alex Saar. Alex Saar, the next star. If you think about Frenchman, there's something in the water in France at the moment. Victor Wembenyama had an amazing weekend for the Spurs. Did he ever? And then uh, we had our very own um, uh, next star here in Alex Saar, who's a Frenchman too. Mm. So... Um, if anything, if you're just a basketball purist and you want to see the next kind of crop of NBA draftees, go to the Entertainment Centre. Get along and have a look. Okay, the second thing I learnt, the ICC World Cup, it's heating up. It's India's to lose. I watched them Saturday night on the weekend. They are a cut above. They dismantled Pakistan. They kept them to a, a modest total and then went on a, a run spree and reached that total in 30 overs. So I know South Africa are going okay. People are talking about New Zealand, but England have just gone down to Afghanistan. Pakistan, as I just mentioned, uh, were beaten comprehensively. The Aussies back on the winner's list, but still I'm not totally convinced. So they need to get themselves organized sort of in the next couple of weeks. But uh, played at home, the crowd support that's there, there is sort of like a wave of mm. momentum that India are surfing at the moment. So I think they're good things. Third thing I learned across the weekend, South Australia, for once in a long time, have pretty good bowling depth at the moment. So I mentioned I went and had a little look yesterday at the Adelaide Oval, uh, watching uh, the South Australians play, the Redbacks play New South Wales. Nathan McAndrew, Got a five foot, including he's on a hat trick at one stage. Uh, um, but he comes back into the side, gets five. Wes Agar's got three. Harry Conway played. He got two. The reason um, Harry Conway was playing, Brendan Doggett was injured. Um, he had a minor injury uh, just before the game started. So, so he has been very good so far this year. So he comes out. We know that uh, Buckingham... Got seven wickets against Tassie. He's got a slight injury at the moment, and so he wasn't able to play. And David Grant's had a side strain, mm. and um, and he's out. So generally, if you had Doggett, Buckingham, and Grant not playing, you might be a little bit thin. But the fact they've still got four quicks they can call on is very good. So uh, hopefully, they lost three wickets late in the day yesterday. So South Australia, 160 in front, roughly. With seven wickets Just in be hand. careful. Just don't get too ahead of yourself, I'm okay? Just, I'm just saying... Just be careful. I'm just saying, we may not be far away from oh, turning the you've corner. You've done it. You've just... You've done it now. Oh, done it. Unbelievable! Just be careful, Bix. Okay. The fourth thing I learned across the weekend, this, uh, this trade period for Port Adelaide and Geelong, this is just a game of poker. Who is going to blink first? Now, Port Adelaide are saying, and, and quite rightly, I think 24 was a reasonable ask for... Asava Radigalia, considering, you know, he played some VFL footy this year. But Geelong, Geelong's theory is, if you're prepared to offer him five years and $3 million reportedly, then he means a lot to you. He's important to your future. Then it's not about what he's worth. It's mm. about what you are willing to pay. And yeah. that's the theory that Geelong are going with. So both teams are staring this one down. Of course, Port Adelaide have got Brandon Zerk-Thatcher. They've got Jordan Sweet. They've got Ivan Soldo. All sort of sweating on this deal. As How would you feel if you were Jordan Sweet, by the way? Uh, and then Scott Lysette, whose name hasn't been mentioned. Sam, Sam Hayes is another yes. one. So there's, there's four the players sideline. impacted by this at the moment. So if Soldo is going to be making his way to Alberton, then Sweet, whose name was 
raised first earlier in the season, mm. um, he would be thinking, okay, so it's not a guaranteed walk-up start because Soldo's a premiership player, isn't he? He played, I think, yep. in um, mm-hmm. Richmond's flag. Yep. Um, so then there's question marks over that and consistency of how many games that Sweet would get. But then Lysette and Hayes are sitting there going, okay, so we're just waiting to find out if we're yeah, staying at the club. We're, we're the, we're the, uh, the booby prize. Yeah. If, if they don't get who they want, yeah. well, they're left with us, yeah, basically. So, well, it, but once again, that's the landscape mm. that you sign up for. And, um, and once this is all settled, so come Wednesday night, the, you know, pretty much the, the trading period is done and then you just set your course and you go forward. Now, just Sam- confirm for me, though, if they if we get to the end of trade tomorrow night and they are not moved on, mm. then Port Adelaide will or can delist them, Absolutely. then they instantly yeah. can move to another club without anything, they can they? They become a delisted for So they can just sign with another club mm. and that's it. So, th- this is the, so what Port Adelaide are still maybe behind the scenes negotiating is do these guys have any value? So mm-hmm. can they trade them rather than just be delisting yep. them and then going to somewhere else? Uh, and the fifth thing I learned across the weekend, um, I just had a, a raised eyebrow around Lockie Schultz and the deal that went through from Collingwood. So pick 34 and a future first round from Collingwood go to Fremantle. I, d- I just thought that was, you know, in terms of the scale, whether, you know, you feel like that's a cracking deal or whether they've they've paid a premium. And I know he's a contracted player, so you do pay a premium, but that seemed to be a high price for Lockie Schultz. Had a great year, kicked 30 goals, finished fifth in in Frio's uh, best and fairest. And I can get it, if you're like Port Adelaide, and you are desperate for a certain type of player, so you're desperate for Asava Radigalia because you don't have that tall defensive player that you're looking for. But I, I don't, just don't see the actual need for Lockie Schultz. I know he's a good player and you always take good players, but they've got Bobby Hill, Norm Smith medalist. They've got Jack Ginevan. Jack Ginevan averages more goals per game than what Lockie Schultz does. Uh, you've got Bo McCreary. You've got uh, uh, Jamie Elliott. So, mm. so you've got a whole heap of those small types of players. Graham Wright, we heard on our show, we, we played a, a grab where he said, oh, I can play in the midfield. That's the reason Taylor Adams left because yeah. there was no room in the midfield for anyone to play. So I just feel like this is um, – I just raised raise an eyebrow, basically. I so did that, see so that like, on social media last night, and you walked in this morning to Studio Lumo saying, I went viral last night. <laughs> I did and not you, say that. you had a lot of people getting involved, which is incredible social media form from you, Bart. Because I got you, mainly whacked from Collingwood supporters. Who you haven't said, tweeted since August. So this is unbelievable I'm, I'm from not a you. I tweeted, but I just thought I'll put it out there. Yeah, I, you did. I didn't say this is a disaster. I just felt like it was a premium. And when I compared it to um, Jordan Dawson, Adelaide got Jordan Dawson for pick sixteen, and I know he was out of contract, which is different. But that now looks like one of the great trades of all time, doesn't mm. it? And if you compare it going back a, a few more years, um, when you think about someone like Charlie Cameron, he went for one pick which is pick 12 yeah that was all and when you add the, the pick the first round pick now if Colin would win the premiership next year that's pick 18 and pick 34 even when you put those two point lots of points together that still equals pick eight which i think once again i think it's a premium 
Uh, we're in Studio Lumo here, powered by Lumo Energy SA. And thanks to Tire Power, you can get your free five-minute safety check. A few texts coming in, Mark Bickley. 0427154166. Daniel wanted to know if Port are becoming the new Essendon. Very difficult to trade and deal with. And also, um, there was a suggestion that the South Australian Cricket Association bowlers, uh, they bat deep. Pardon the pun. The bowlers bat deep mm. um, because they are all recruited from interstate. When will we get a gun bowler from South Australia dominating dominating the uh, mm. the shield again? Well, I guess if you don't have them here, you got to get them from somewhere, mm. don't you? So they've uh, and, and I think we um, we've been critical of the Redbacks for a long time, and I, I think what we're seeing is uh, the, the domestic competition. There's lots of movement now, and it's it's good. If you don't have them, go get them. And Jake Fraser McGurk's a perfect example. If you want to bolster your batting, I, I think it's exciting. He's 21 years of age. I know he didn't get any any runs uh, yesterday um, or the day before, really. But um, he's an exciting player, and you want exciting players playing shield cricket. And if that generates or makes it harder for the local product to get in and creates competition and, and sets a higher standard, well, that's how you get good. Yeah, I think a lot of the purists, though, would like to see that natural pathway of South Australians playing well in the Premier League and then getting um, op- opportunities to well, play for their state. Like when Joel Garner played and yeah. Greg, Greg Chappell and Don Bradman and how many other players? It's always been a thing. Oh! <laughs> you are on fire this morning. Um, okay, so what we're going to do is take a breather, Mark Bickley, because I think you need to cool down. The run home with Kimbo on the Route Barry 3 Richards. this afternoon. Um, I want you to think about the answer to this question. We'll okay. come back with your response. Should Hawthorne welcome back Jack Gunston? Think about that. On the other side, we're going to ask to answer that question and also we'll let you know what's going on with Harry Petty from Melbourne, potentially to Adelaide, but probably not. It's 16 minutes past seven.